we're so happy to be talking to you. Yes, thank you. Finally. After, thank you for having me. Oh, we're so happy to have you. And um, how is everything going? I mean, how is married life? Married life is going great. It's something that just happened naturally. And I think that's when it's mm. best, when you just, you know, you know. And it was just smooth sailing. And I, I just wanted to find someone who brought peace to my life and joy. And I wanted a companion because I said, we're both 100%. We wanted extra credit. <laughs> yeah. And I have a question because I was thinking about this last night. So if you think of Anisha when you started the whole family karma journey, would Anisha back then know that she was going to handle her relationship in the public eye this way? Or do you think that evolved when you just seeing what kind of quote unquote fame does and all that kind of stuff. What a lot of people don't know is I never posted my boyfriends ever. Oh, really? Okay. Never, ever, ever. Uh, my close friends, when I say close friends, I mean family karma. They yeah. they know this. They've known me. I've never posted anyone ever. And is that just like, where does that come from? Just like you, you being a private person or not wanting to like, yeah. No, I date people who don't want Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I date people who don't even have Instagram. Well, now I'm married. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like if my my husband's on IG, I think his last post is from 2016. <laughs> right. How does it feel knowing that, you know, because we've talked about it so much on the podcast that people are trying to dig. Does you that know, make you upset or? Well, when people try to dig, I don't mind because I'm a digger. Yes. For me, yes. if you do find something, let the person be the first one to post, like, for example, my wedding photo. Like, mm. it's my wedding. I yeah. want to post it. Even if you found it, great. Enjoy it. Share it with your friends. But there's no need to put it on blast. Yeah, totally. So when you met your husband, how much did he know about family karma, like your social media presence? Because like you are a public figure. Did he like realize that? No, he had never heard of our show. And a lot of I think a lot of our audience, you know, is women and the gays. Yeah. We love our gays. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of straight single men don't know what family karma is. They know the housewives. But, you yeah. know, our show is still relatively new. And so I told him in the first sentence, like I was like, hi. Then he swiped, you know, we met on Hinge and not sponsored. But that's where we met. <laughs> a lot of people ask which app it was Hinge. Mm -hmm. And I told him immediately, I'm on this TV show called Family Karma. And he said, I think that's so cool. Okay. Incredible. So, and then I was like, by the way, this is, you know, also my podcast currently cringing because, you know, I spew a lot of garbage there, too. Mm -hmm. I have that, too. So just before, because, you know, we come from a conservative culture and yeah. it's better to lay it out on the table immediately and then our first date you know i said you know i'm looking for marriage and i for everyone listening i was mindfully dating looking to get married i was not dating to date so i would tell people on the first date everyone's like that's a turnoff well yeah that's a turnoff for someone who doesn't want to get married mm -hmm. yeah does he watch the show now or listen to your podcast i wish i could say yes the, <laughs> the man doesn't have time Okay. Mm -hmm. To watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
So is he like he did he did watch uh the first episode and he did watch my fashion show episode. Okay. Okay. So On he's supportive. Oh, okay. <laughs> so is Which he... is the only place to watch Bravo. Let's be oh honest. Oh my it's, gosh. That's how I started. Line, it's a special space. It is. Yeah. I remember the it first really time is. I saw Southern Charm on, on, a, on a flight. And I was like, what mm-hmm. is this? <laughs> because it just goes down like candy. Yeah. It is. It's the perfect <laughs> thing. Um, so yeah. So he's supportive of everything, but he's not really in it. Was that like something that you were looking for in a part potential partner or did yes. it just kind of happen uh, that way? I would say for me, if someone wanted to be on the show, it would have been a red flag. Yeah. Mm, did you meet people that wanted to be on the show? I did meet people who wanted to be on the show and I did meet a lot of people. I want everyone to know that I really liked that didn't want to date me because I was on the show. Oh, so it takes a certain wow. confident man yeah. to date someone who's on a show that's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so so we know, you know, we haven't seen him on the show, um, but I think you, I did hear you say in an interview that we will maybe see yeah. a bit of him towards the end of the season. Towards season finale, you will see him. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, it's not that he doesn't want to be on, you know, television or something. It's he, you know, he's a private person and a photo here and there is no big deal. But now to even start saying he has a storyline, I don't know what his storyline would be. The guy's <laughs> never there. Yeah. He'd literally walk in, say hello, eat something and go to bed. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Okay. So then how does that like work? Like, that works for you, clearly, because you yes, are in you are married to him. I am married to him. I live <laughs> with him. And when we do have our time together, it's our time. And we have, you know, our little vacation. Like anytime he has a day or two off, we're like, let's go skiing. Let's yeah. do this. Like that's as you can see on my IG. Like I travel a lot whenever I have any weekend off or free time. And then thankfully, you know, I have close friends and family. But when you're older also, and you're doing what I'm doing, you want someone to be busy. I don't want someone wondering why I keep leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like, so you got married, you were 37 when you got married, right? Eight, 38. Thir- okay. So like, it's so true. Like you have, you have your life and it's like, you're bringing someone else into it. And yeah, like it's too, it's too packed. And it's true. When you're older, you are set in your ways. So for yeah. me and for my husband, when we met, he told me, he's like, I know how to cook. I know how to clean. I've lived on my own for many years. I want someone who shares the same values as me and mm-hmm. a companion that brings peace into my life. We basically just wanted people for each other that there's no drama like okay you're gonna come in and just be fun yeah Mm -hmm. um so like and supportive supportive absolutely so like a typical month for you guys because you're both jet setting like he's working a lot like what does that look like for you I know you've only been married a few months but you've been together a couple years right I've been with him a year and a half okay I'll be with him two years this year in March okay Okay. well I think that's the uh something that the fans or at least I wasn't sure of it I think they they tried to paint a picture that you were rushing into this because you weren't 
uh, like showing your relationship. Yeah. And so I'm I glad been in with the, him for a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad in the last relationship, they clarified that yeah. because they made it seem like you were out of left field. Like I'm going to change my life for this person. And you just met them a, like a month ago. Yeah. And I think people would feel that way if they never met the person. Right. Because no one right. met him. And yeah. that was purely because people in my family, like my mom has said it on social media. I bring back the old reel. She's like, I don't want to meet anybody until you're at the altar. And that was a real thing because there was trauma for everybody in my life from my past relationship. I was with someone Mm, for 12 years. It was like a divorce for friends and family. It's not just you. It's everyone Mm -hmm. in your life gets affected. And I had that PTSD and I was like, you know what? No one needs to meet anybody unless we're married or at least engaged. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. couple that with his schedule And literally every time he's come home has been for 25 hours, 24 hours. He takes the red eye. We hang out Saturday and we leave Sunday. The first time was to meet my parents. The second time was to meet my grandparents. (laughs) The third time was to discuss the prenup. The fourth time was the wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's that's wild. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously we've got engaged in New York. That was not with family. Yeah. My brother and sister met him at my proposal and my brother was (gasps) not happy about that. Wow. wow. Okay. So this is like, I thought like, of course. When my friends on the show are like, we haven't met him. Like, I'm like, yeah, no one has. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That makes more sense when you put it in the context of like your 12 year relationship ending and how kind of traumatic that was for everyone around you. Just like wanting to protect what you're in now. That makes a lot of sense. And Um, and to speak of, you know, family karma this season, like what Monica is going through, right? Yeah. You after things like that happen to you, you start you're like, maybe no one needs to meet anybody. No. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Did you kind of like as Monica was going through that? Did you like sort of see I'm I'm not saying that like your relationship ended because of cheating or anything, but it wasn't because of that ever. I dated actually someone amazing it was other things you know there's always something it's Mm -hmm. like find the 80 percent you can tolerate pick your devil yeah yeah someone's gonna have something annoying everybody everyone no (laughs) yeah no great great person nothing with like that with what happened to monica but i felt for her i feel for her the show's airing yeah yeah still unfolding we've still you know thank god Thankfully and unfortunately for her, we've got a big season, right? We've still got a couple more episodes to go. This is, we're not done. And so thank you to Bravo for all the episodes. I will say big season three for showcasing so much. And also the people who are reliving this, like that sucks. Totally. Yeah. Thank you for highlighting that because we forget, um, especially you see the Kardashians, like things are released so much. If you watch that or so fast after they, um, like it makes the Daily Mail headlines. But yeah, I'm just thinking about it. This happened because when, when are we seeing in, in time right now? Is it last May? Or last April? I would say, yeah, around there. So maybe later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I would think it's still fresh. And, you know, it doesn't matter when it happened. No. Quite frankly, it's you relive it no matter when it happened. You're watching it again. Yeah. And that makes sense. So so just talking about when you started Family Karma and where you are now, what is something yeah. that you would tell Anisha, uh, you know, it's a couple weeks before you shoot the cameras turn on 
uh, in the first season, what would you tell her? So as far as family karma was concerned, I have always kept it real. What you see is Mm -hmm. what you get. And I was very confused. I was scared with what was going to happen to me in life. You know, Mm, not even just regarding the show. Yeah, the show was like amazing. I'm like, I'm so excited. Like we're on a show. Yeah. And more like I wanted my mission was more like I want people to know there's people out there that are in their mid 30s not married and don't have a clue of what's going on in any aspect of their yeah. life. The the good thing I was thankful for is like, oh, I have health and family. But like mm. as far as actually having things in life that society looks for, right? Like, right. What is your value in society superficially? Unfortunately, it's are you with someone? Do you have a personal life? And do you have a professional life? I had neither. Yeah. Well, and I think we see that so much on Bravo too with the housewives. Yeah. Is like someone, because I'm a little older than you, someone who's around our age when they start their season, it's like they have money, they have blah, blah, blah. They have a relationship. They might have kids. And so it is refreshing seeing you on the screen, just like an open book like that. And I love people. What I love about our show is there's no like sugar coating. Like it, yeah. it is what it is. Everyone's giving you what is actually happening. And, you know, I got asked on another podcast, you know, do the producers tell I was like, I wish the producers told me yeah. something like what you see is what you get. It's very real. And I started season one with nothing other than Mm. family, friends, and health. Like, you know, the things there, the things when you have nothing, people tell you to be grateful for. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, but you have family and you have your health. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't help. But things have turned, like changed so much for you now. And like, speaking of the professional side of things, this past episode, we got to see your line and that amazing fashion show. And, um, how are things going? We we saw your your site is up. People are like hopefully buying stuff and yeah. So so the the to keep in context, like you know, someone on Twitter was like, "You've spent four hundred thousand dollars. Like you're a moron or something." Or like, "Where'd you even get that money?" A lot of people don't know for context that was from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty three yeah. present day. I've spent about four hundred thousand dollars. I could have had a mortgage and paid off. A home right yeah Mm -hmm. and uh been doing this for a long time the grind and it it gets exhausting and uh to have the opportunity to be on bravo and bravo does you know the most to showcase me and my career we all know like yeah any chance i get like they're like talk about your business like they're always Mm -hmm. like letting me promote it and so it wasn't that i don't sell clothes i sell clothes But to keep selling clothes, to grow, to have employees, to have a real company, you need to sell a lot of (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For me to actually have a marketing team, to have an assistant, to like that that's not what that's what I meant. Like I I would love to sell millions of dollars worth of clothes. And it's it's a very competitive landscape fashion. Yeah, absolutely. And you said in this episode, which I thought was really important for like South the South Asian community to hear and everyone is like you when you were in New York and fashion on the design side, you were just one of a, like a few people doing that. No one. No one was Indian or South Asian, period. Mm. So like, how did that feel? And and how did you get into it through your parents? Well, no, I actually did it on my own and I got an MBA in finance. Okay. Haha. Ha. And uh, 
<laughs> I so always Indian of you. <laughs> yeah, and I knew I couldn't I couldn't uh just jump into design even though I know I have that skill too because I learned how to sew. I know you know I spent a whole year learning how to sketch and I did all that, but my father is a textile distributor, yeah. but my parents will be the first to tell you like they don't help their kids. Like they're, yeah. they're mm-hmm. like you're on your own. And so I actually applied for this job back in the day when you could do these things on Craigslist when they actually <gasps> had real job openings. Mm-hmm. We're talking 2010. Oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, so, totally. Uh, uh, lied on my resume that I lived in New York, of course, did not. Uh, and from one week to the next, my family, thank God for immigrant parents that will do anything for their kids, moved me to New York because wow. I lied and said I lived there, did not live there. And within a week, lived there, lived in New York. And that was seven years mm-hmm. yeah. till I reached VP. And then I knew after that, OK, I'm, they're not going to make me CEO. I'm brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything like that not them in particular just these like fields like it's very right that, yeah you know that's gonna happen and so and forget being brown being a woman mm-hmm. these are all female consumer driven industries run right yeah exactly. beauty fashion cooking right all these things we think of as like oh female like it's like nope they're all run by men and so I knew like there's only so much I can do here. Yeah. And I want to do something for myself. There is a gap in the market for, you know, extended sizing. It's not there. It's not. And so, you know, I'm a niche small brand that does relatively well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I want to be a household name brand, you know, that next level. And that takes time and that takes money. Right. It's looked like on your IG, you said that you have a brand deal in the works. Is that happening? I do. Yay. And now that's up to me because, of course, all these great things happen and then you're planning your wedding. (laughs) Right. Right. Would it be something like Stella McCartney for Adidas? like that kind of thing or is it more just being head of a department okay that's amazing and I'm so excited but I'll be honest like with the scheduling now and you know I'm getting into comedy meaning yes Mm -hmm. again like I said I respect comedians I don't consider myself a stand-up comedian I like to think of myself as a storyteller yeah and Mm -hmm. so you know I can tell you a funny story and Mm -hmm. so I had my first show at Caroline's on Broadway I'm going to be on uh, at the Miami Improv March 22nd. Yes. Have it that first. You're hearing it here first. Woohoo! Amazing. So, <laughs> a lot of things. But then in this whole process, like ignoring my entire personal life, right? And right. having, you know, season two was dating. And, you know, right. what people, so many women ask me, like, how'd you find your husband? How? Oh my God, what do I do? I'm like, this was a three year full time job. Right. <laughs> Can I say, Anisha, and this is coming, I I mean, this is a New Yorker. And so I hope you take this the right way. Like, I just I always appreciate your hustle. Yeah. Does that make sense? If anyone's hustling, hon, it's me. I'm tired. Yeah. But I do appreciate it. And I see it to Turkey for like single women because I joined when I was single, signed up for it when I was single. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting married next week and I'm in a cave in Turkey (laughs) FaceTiming the boutique to pick my wedding outfit. My mom was so mad. Oh my God. Are we going to see something like that? Because I remember when you were doing that trip, are we going to see an Anisha cruise or family karma cruise or something like that? 
dream. I would that, love that, to do actually, that. Actually, selfishly, I am talking about me <laughs> joining you. I, not not our audience, just me. And, and okay, just, no, I, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's sign Seriously. Up. Just, you know, I'm friends with the company, so I'm like, hey, let's do a let's family do something. pharma trip. Oh, my gosh. Let's go to Greece and, like, you know, see where the below deck stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> where they're stopping yeah. off in port it's a crossover family karma meets below deck Put oh my gosh yeah anisha you need to book a show out in denver or boulder so we can come see you i will that's i will for sure i will and um yeah i just want women to know this is everything is a hustle unfortunately even yeah. dating yeah i know like they say like oh wait for it to happen I'm like no i was in no. COVID. it wasn't gonna happen yeah, <laughs> that's the panic. The panic hit when I was 37 in a lockdown. You <laughs> you will get scared. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, we <laughs> talked about someone the the comments that are thrown your way. And I feel like you are, if you don't mind me saying one of the most controversial family karma cast members. That how is a you, compliment. OK, yes. OK. So how do you handle I just wonder how you all handle like the, the feedback, the for lack of a better term, internet trolls. Mm. I think you have to realize you're on a show. We're here to provide you entertainment right. within our lives. Like we're showing you our lives and that's, you know, there's freedom of speech. So for me, I think everyone's entitled to their opinion and I'm open to hearing it. Now, do I agree? No. Am I going to fight? No. Um, no. What matters to me as a typical immigrant child, I care really about what my parents say. Yeah. Indian parents are the biggest trolls. Oh my God. <laughs> That is oh so true. That's I 100 like, <laughs> trolls when you've got brown hair. Have you watched our show? <laughs> I know, right? That's the incredible. aunties and the well, more the aunties. The uncles a little bit too, though. I mean, your this parents. Sunday. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, when when does our episode air? When does this air? This I'm gonna. I was gonna put up on Monday, so right after this Sunday's episode. Okay, perfect. So people have seen this it. Sunday. This Sunday's episode. As a viewer, speaking from a view, it's intense. With aunties and uncles? No, I mean in like the individual stories. Like, wow. Okay. There's some Amrita Nicholas stuff. There's some Vishal and Richa stuff that I don't think any South Asian has seen being discussed on national television. And the fact that we get to be the first people to do that is always amazing. Yeah. Mm. This show is breaking so many like barriers. So many. Every episode. Yeah. I, it's just. I mean, the Glad Awards just came out. Yes. And Family Karma's there and again. Umbra. Again. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, it's just as someone who's like lived my life in this way and like a lot of these things I see, but like they're never told about South Asians. You know, it's always mm. like, oh, you're just like a nerdy nerd. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you're like you have no control of your life or whatever. It's like, no, we all live our lives like, you know, like everyone else or however you want to say it. And um, that's never reflected on the screen. But Family Karma is like repeatedly over these three seasons, like showing us like the complex dimensions of our community that we know about, but and our friends and family know about, but maybe not the wider like American public knows about. And what I love about our show is you have people that I don't want to use the word outcast, but I can't think of a better word right now. Like, Back in the day, if you were South Asian and you were divorced, yeah. immediately no. Yeah. Like, oh, let's not talk to her anymore. Like, she's a bad law. Mm, or, totally. oh, she's 37 and not married. Stop inviting her. She's yeah. not a vibe. Like, that's weird. Like, something must be wrong with her. These are all, like, real things that 
I've learned now talking to so many people who aren't South Asian, who watch our show, spans across society in general. I mean, the way people make you feel like some sort of an alien, if you're past 35 and not married with no kids, you feel like you're like, wait, am I weird? Is something wrong with me? You start second, the most confident people. Totally. It's yeah, that's a huge I'm really glad that you're like saying that here and that it's being showcased on the show that like this is a real thing. I have so many friends who are in the same position as you and like there's nothing wrong with that. And we need to like remove the stigma around that. Yeah. Like, oh, your son's gay. Oh, Mm -hmm. let's stop inviting her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. And it's like there are still pockets of society that still behave like that it's yeah yeah well you guys are just killing it we are so thrilled we love recapping the show and supporting you all and um it sounds like we need to wrap up so anisha thank you so much thank you so much we can't wait to meet you someday and Keep us updated on all of your, like all the things that you're doing, your comedy, your podcasts, like your, your line. You. you have so much going on and we just wish yes. you all the best. Thank you. And I'll be on Watch What Happens Live this Sunday at 10 p.m. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, 100%. yeah, for sure. We will be talking about it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thanks, Bye. Anisha. Bye, Anisha. Bye. Bye.